How's it going, everybody? We're here. The Malcolm Bats podcast. Oh, it felt good saying that. Felt real good saying that. Formerly known as the Hidden Gems podcast, but due to copyright issues, we had to switch it up. So we're here today. Uh, I'm your host, Malcolm Bats, the water bearer. And with me, I have my uh, good buddy here, John Luke Shapiro. Hey, say hi to the people, John. How's it going, man? Hi. Hi, people. Hi, Malcolm <laughs> Betts Podcast. How you doing? Yeah, how are you doing today, brother? I'm I'm good. I'm 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 currently fighting bronchitis as a chronic asthmatic. It's like getting stabbed in the heart. Not physically, of course, but um <coughs> see, just like yeah. that. Um now, no, I like I'm, how you I'm... cued that cough up like right on cue. <laughs> oh, yeah, because that's that's ever that's everything that an asthmatic can do. I can cue up cough and just not breathe. So <laughs> there's that. Um, no, I'm good. Thank you for having me. Um, this is probably you know I always enjoy coming on anything that you do. So this is going to be a good one. I like it. This is going to be great, man. Like I just want to say that you know it's been a long time since we. I feel like we can go back to maybe what like 2015 or something like that to maybe 2015 yeah i want to say like 2015 or something way back yeah probably i mean i if you want to ask me my most distant memory of you was seeing you move stuff around for the recreation department for the city of perth amboy while i worked there and then we just kind of goofed around with like gilbert and all those other dudes that we used to hang out with at the time so dude we'll get into a full backstory you know I, you know it's crazy because like i tend to forget some of like like core memories or just things that have happened in my life until you bring it up and i'm like yo we was like <laughs> goofing around and like just hanging out at the wreck like fake job pretty much Man, well for me it was a fake job you 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 was when I don't know it, it would it would be flip flopping because you was a you was a cameraman for the you was recording for the city mm -hmm. and yeah and I was an event staff quote unquote I was just moving some stuff chilling you was recording some stuff chilling and then we was just talking and we just you know sort of I, I guess connected and you I know you real realized we had you know similar interests in in you know the field of uh uh podcasting i don't know it wasn't really podcasting at that time at least not like fully well this this know. is basically a form of radio and i'm i was a radio dj i still kind of am in a sense right. uh uh i did radio for uh middlesex county college it's middlesex college now by the way oh big big whoop um <laughs> let me not do that because someone from middlesex college might be watching this um no but it's like it's like whenever we would talk, it was always like a little mini podcast, like a little mini radio show. So it's like, why not just try and do something with that? I mean, I did a talk show for a couple of years. I mean, you've seen it. It's not that great. It's it kind of funny. Maybe. I don't know. But all I did was talk. So and you've done your projects, you know. So, I mean, and you did some music. Music's like basically just talking with melody. So what am I Bro. saying? <laughs> no, I have, I have, no, no, I hear you because I have nothing on like, like to me, like I always look at you like as a, like a all-star <clears throat> in the realm of like, no, just talking in front of a camera. I think you're, yeah, you, you know, man, you know, it. 
you know it. Don't listen to the don't listen to the uh, humbleness of the, of the nose. No, stop it. No. Well, I mean, yes, I mean, like, I... bro, you you were like, like you have credibility in my eyes as far as this realm goes. So you're the first person that I always go to as far as like, um, I just need somebody to help me out with this. And this is like, this is like my passion project. I've been trying to really get off the ground for a while, and uh, you know, I've had different iterations. And I feel like I really started to get something going before the like during the pandemic. But uh, obviously, um, you know, I had some life changes. I had a child and I had some life changes and, you know, I had to put that on the back burner. But now we're here. And I just want to say that this podcast for me. I don't first of all, I wanted to I want to change that like narrative of it being a podcast i don't want to be looked at because i hate i don't hate using the word podcast because i appreciate the platform of a podcast but when i say that i just want to uh sort of uh differentiate myself from from just a typical podcast just because today i feel like it's oversaturated and i feel like a lot of it is people talking about relationships and guys and girls and and dating and uh sex talks or whatever and i i want to get away from the ted talk stuff i just feel like for me personally um you know i have i feel like i have a lot to give to the universe like for me this is kind of crazy i looked up today i looked up the i'm an aquarius i'm an aquarius and i introduced myself as the water bearer that's the sign of the Aquarius. It's a water bearer. And basically the water bearer is the one who seeks knowledge and gives and gives knowledge to others and instills wisdom to others. And I feel like in a sense, I'm trying to hone in on that aspect of who I feel I am destined to be. I feel like, and hear me out because I looked up what type of complexes if you can't tell, I, I've really dove into astrology over the last couple of years. And I feel like I'm really like, I'm, I'm really who I think I am or who the astrology, what the stars tell me I am. I feel like that's who I am for real. So Aquarius have two major complexes. It's a God complex and a Messiah complex. Basically, hmm. both of these complexes mean that I basically think I'm him. Like I'm the guy who's going to basically give back and give everybody and and drop knowledge and just give uh I don't know some form of like hope to humanity. And I also feel like my father named me Malcolm and I'm just like, yo, all these things together, this is like I feel like my deeper meaning in life is to is to like sort of cross over the bridge and get a big bucket of water and like bring it back to the other side and fill everybody's cup up so we can all drink and all like be refreshed. And I feel like this is who I am. And also I'm a Aquarius Aquarius, like, like, so in your chart, there's like what, 12 signs. I'm no expert on, on astrology, by the way. I know a few things, but there's a there's 12 signs on your chart or there's 12 houses, something like that. 
basically my I have Aquarius in like six of my houses, which makes me like a, a stellion or something like that. This is all like a bunch of mumbo jumbo <laughs> that I know nothing about. But for the people who do know some <clears throat> astrology, your big three, everybody, I think most people know your big three signs and two of them for me are Aquarius. So to make a long story short, I feel like I'm the most Aquarius person you'll ever meet. And the sign of an Aquarius is to give wisdom to others. And I feel like I am the most in tune with that aspect that you'll ever meet. And I feel like this is my platform that I want to give, I want to use to elevate myself and then in turn uh, get myself to a high, high enough plane where I can then have something to give to others. I want to create something for myself, give it back to others. And I just think, uh, you know, I've just been really awakened by this thought in my head that this is my purpose. Like, I'm him. Basically, that's going to be the title of this episode. I'm him. And it's going to be the first episode. I'm him. <laughs> and so that's just how I feel, man. But um, well, uh, it, it, it's funny you said you look something up because I also looked up, you know, myself today. And it turns out that I am pizza, just pizza. I am just pizza. pizza. Just pizza. Just pizza. Just, that. just pizza. Because if you look at my shape, I am 75% pizza. And the rest of my myself is human. Terrible attempt at a joke. But I will say this. <clears throat> when you talk about the medium in general and not trying to be similar to other things, a lot of what those lack is authenticity. And when authenticity comes through, that's what people are going to find their way um, to you is the authenticity of what comes out of your mouth, your mind <clears throat> and your thought process. And that's the key component in pretty much the field of broadcasting in general. <clears throat> Excuse me. So when you are not authentic and trying to be something, just speaking generally, when you're not authentic <clears throat> and not, um, you know, if you're trying to do a TED talk for something that, it's like out of your league or trying to be too broad. That's the issue. Everyone wants to be too broad, reach a broader audience. But what ends up happening is you end up alienating a lot of yourself within that process. So I get what you're saying. And you're right on, <clears throat> excuse me, you're right on the money with that. So. Yeah, man. Like you just, I just think there's also a deeper thing in it where you just got to know who you are basically and just lock in on that like i've been just doing a lot of reflecting as of recently been going to therapy recently just trying to really get a better understanding of who i am and i feel like my i feel like in a sense i've always been a type of person to uh give to others but never really like never really being the person that stands up front like yo that like like I'm putting everybody on my back and I feel like I feel like that's who I am. I feel like in the book of my life, that's who I'm supposed to be like um, like uh, you seen WandaVision, right? I know you've seen I WandaVision. I have yeah. not actually. No, I have oh, not. Man. Oh, you know, you're, <clears throat> I have not. You're, you're more of a Star Wars guy than a Marvel guy. Yes. Okay. Well, <laughs> WandaVision, she, for anybody who's seen WandaVision, she, you know, spoilers, I guess, but she 
she's the Scarlet Witch, and she had the book of uh, I forgot what the book was called, the Darkhold, right? And in the Darkhold, she basically read it, and the book told her that she is the Scarlet Witch. She's like the chosen witch, like she's like a like a a prophecy. And she's supposed mm-hmm. to bring the destruction of the universe or something like that. Something crazy. And mm, I feel like that hates her. Mm. Yes. Okay. And I feel like and she really honed into it and became more powerful after, like, you know, realizing that. And I feel like that's who I am. I'm not going to destroy the universe. I want to, like, save the universe. I want to, like, replenish, like, everything. I just want to be that because I feel like there's a lot of people that elevate themselves and they don't give back to the people that help them along the way, the people they appreciate. Mm-hmm. Like, I, right. yo, there's a lot of people that we grew up with that, or we went to school with that I think are like talented and dope and do a lot of cool things. And mm-hmm. if I have the ability to like, if I have the ability to, to, to shine a light on some of those people that might not get the opportunity to, to get a light, put on them i want to do that i like it's crazy man like i was thinking like yo i'm so selfless in a way where i feel like you know when the when the mega millions lottery was like at a billion dollars and everybody was playing it everybody was playing it so i was literally i played it too of course i was trying to win some money but like (laughs) i was just thinking like bro i have a list i literally have a list written down i'm gonna add you to that list because you know you're my guy too but I have a list Thank of you. people that I was gonna give for sure. I was gonna, I'm gonna give money to if I was gonna win the lottery. Like I have right. a list of people. Like, all right, I'm gonna give this person this much money, this person this much money. Then, and I feel like other people don't do that. I don't know. I feel like other people would grab that money and just get out of here. I would do that too. Well, yeah. Well, uh, in 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 uh, the reason why a lot of people do that is because, um people fail to understand is that where you're at right now you get there because of you know people that you've come across like my boss at my job just retired literally almost a month and a half ago i wouldn't know anything about any of this honestly if it wasn't for for him and you've met the guy you know him oh yeah 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 Yeah, oh he retired really he retired yeah 30 20 23 years City yeah, shout out, shout out to the OG man. Shout out to George Bonilla, the OG for yeah, Boy Television. But yeah. you know, at the end of the day, it's like, you know, your your thought process on wanting to shine the light on people is literally the thing that drove me. One of the main things that drove me to do the talk show that I used to do, which I still kind of want to do in some ways, but you know. Hey, look, there's these cool people in Perth Amboy that like, hey, heck, I was going to have you on at one point before everything kind of fell apart. You know, Dude, we had those conversations, yeah. you know, and I, and I did. And I felt bad because like everything just fell apart out of my control thing out outside circumstances came in. But the thought process is there. And it was and, and that's I agree with you on that. It's like you want to take the, whatever you have here and shine a light on those that need it. Or that should be seen. So I get that, hundred percent. Yeah, bro, we're we're right where we need to be. Like, you know, all the you know, with your show, I feel like whatever transpired, whatever happened, that was supposed to happen the way it's everything. 
I'm everything of the belief that everything happens exactly how it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. Not to get too spiritual about it, but I just think everything happens how it's supposed to happen. I feel like we're right. here where we're supposed to be. Um, I feel like the book is written on everybody. Mm-hmm. That's just what I personally think. I think we don't have a a choice in the matter. We have choices that we make. But at the end of the day, I feel like the choices we make were already written for us to make. Mm-hmm. Like it's already predetermined. That's so just how I feel. How we follow it. You know, we have a yeah. path that has been destined for us, and it all depends on how we follow along that path. Oh yeah. Oof. Oof. Okay. Man, we're getting deep. Hey, I like man. it. We're getting spicy, bro. <laughs> already like a million views. First episode. <laughs> word <laughs> yeah 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 for sure bro so let me let me ask you this so what what was the what was the big thing that people wanted us to talk about here in this first episode oh yeah okay for sure so um yeah it's definitely um i know you gave me so, some grief about that on the instagram poll so so right okay so <laughs> so right um i put out a poll i put out a poll of uh on instagram and i appreciate everybody who uh actually like you know interacts with these things that i put on instagram like i really appreciate that like it's the little things it's not that serious of a like matter i don't need i don't need to put a poll out and i don't need people to even respond to it but the fact that i'm able to put a poll out and have people automatically interact with it and let me know what they would like to hear that just lets me know one that people actually want to listen are in somewhat engaged and two like you know they they're giving me exactly like i can give them exactly what they want to hear and you know i just mm-hmm. appreciate everybody who uh you know wants to participate in that but like yeah i put the poll out and the crazy thing is i put the poll out and i'm looking i'm looking like all right let me check to see uh you know who liked what and how many likes everything has and i see john luke shapiro <laughs> liked one of the options and I'm just, I, I and I text you. What, what did I text you? Let's see if I can find it. Basically, <laughs> talking about me tipping the scales or something like that. That's exactly what I said. I said you said you said you've tipped the scales. I'm like, and I, I didn't even realize it because. All right, so I pretty much to preface that. So I'm at work, and I, I was using the bathroom because all good stories happen when you're in the bathroom. So as I'm sitting on the throne, I'm looking at the story and I'm thinking, oh, okay, well, let me just press this button. Not realizing that that was your story. And I'm thinking, <laughs> wait a minute, how messed up has this medication made me that I didn't even realize that there's a story with his face on it and I didn't even realize it? Don't blame I, it on the meds, bro. <laughs> Well, I can tell you a bunch of stories about me doing some stupid stuff on medication, but nice. that's save you know. save those, bro. We need we need we need all those. We need we need more episodes. So <laughs> yes, don't sir. worry, we we have a bunch of time for that. So my apologies, but it seemed like it won fair and square no, without my. It, yeah, it's all good. It kind of ran away with it. So um, again, thank you for everybody who participated. And then yeah, that so uh, uh, because the, the day before that. Or a couple of days before that, I put a question poll as to like what give me topics that you guys want to hear me talk about. 
And those four questions were all the top, some of the topics that people gave. And, you know, so basically people want to talk about, uh, people want to hear us talk about, um, do's and don'ts in friendships. Hmm. Do's and don'ts in friendships. What, so what comes to your mind when you, when you heard, when you hear that, you just see that statement, do's and don'ts in friendships. Well, I mean, well, you look at the, man, there's so much because I, I I do have a lot of uh, don'ts because I actually had that had a very traumatic uh, experience that happened to me with someone that actually both of us knew um, in regards to friendship. But I guess when you say friendships do's and don'ts, it's kind of like there's a line for I'm trying to find a way to articulate this and not sound like a complete moron. So every relationship has like a line uh, like a line or like a line to blur or not to blur so you have your your romantic relationships you have your familial relationships and then you have your friendships and each one of those relationships has a line that either you cross or you don't cross it's like a line of decency there we go so there's things that you do common courtesy you know Kind of, I don't want to say social norms because that's kind of like taken out of context, but it's just kind of more of just regular, common, normal human interaction. <clears throat> and so, like, friendship don'ts, I guess, would be like, I don't know. Um, I'm just trying to think like friendship don'ts, like friendship do's. Let's go with the do's. Let's be positive here for a second. Well, you before, know, before, before you even go into the do's, I'm going to give you the definition of friendship itself the word friendship the emotions or conduct of friends the state of being friends the emotions or conduct of friends so all right so i think i want to go a step further on that and just look up the definition of a friend friend definition right okay a person a person whom one knows and with whom one has a bond of mutual affection typically exclusive of sexual or family relations okay a person whom one knows with whom one has a bond of mutual affection okay so um i'll i'll say uh i'll say one thing i believe after that that if you're my friend, you shouldn't you shouldn't make me choose between my happiness or our friendship. No, absolutely not. No. You shouldn't make me choose. Say I'll just give an example. Say uh say you have a friend and and you guys were planning to go to a concert and like your favorite group favorite like artist and you guys are been excited for it for like months and it's like coming but then you just got like a career opportunity that happens to fall on that day like you have an interview or something that you kind of need you want to pursue because it's like a big opportunity for you in your life right as as your friend if you want to pursue that your friend shouldn't make you feel some type of way about you shouldn't make you feel bad about pursuing that you should they should encourage you. I right. feel like as a friend, you should encourage me to 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 do something that's going to benefit me. 
like you know like you shouldn't want me to uh you know selfishly you shouldn't want your friend to feel like like oh i don't want to let them down or whatever the case is like right well that there's a friendship do right there is mutual mutual admiration and the want for that person to do better because when they do better you do better exactly if that makes sense now i know in other instances and i've had this happen to me personally where i've had things that have gone well for me and then my friend was not too thrilled with it because they were jealous and again i stress the fact that we've both known this person and I, i'll tell you who it is after the fact i think you might have an idea but you know um that's a friendship do is when that situation arises you know someone's a true homie when something comes up you're like yeah by all means go for it because it's like you know why why stop somebody from succeeding like you know it's like when one person's fed everybody else gets fed like people don't seem to understand that group think context sometimes you know like bro it's like if like if if me and you are friends and and we're going to a concert and you just got like a big opportunity that's coming up i should be the one i should be like yo forget the concert do that right if you if you come to me like what yo what should i do i'd be like bro do that forget Mm -hmm. everything else do what you have to do i feel like Mm -hmm. and i also feel like as friends you don't need to and this is where i feel like my personal friend group is at at this point i feel like you don't need to necessarily uh communicate every single day like gosh like my friend oh yes yeah man like my friend group at this point we don't we don't hang out definitely don't hang out in person anymore like very rare occasions and we don't uh necessarily communicate every day we have a group chat but you know everybody has their own lives but when when we get together it's like it's like we never left it's no nobody has any ill will or bad feelings towards oh you didn't hit me up or you know that's a that's unnecessary if we're friends we're good like we know what it is when we link Mm -hmm. up we're gonna link up have a good time that's all it is absolutely oh yeah no i i know that firsthand because i've again i've had many experiences dealing with certain people like that the people who uh, i'll touch on the, the don't at least in that aspect because i know exactly how you feel i have a also a group of friends who you know we don't you know we'll have a we'll share stuff that we find on twitter or whatever you know sports stuff or whatever but like we're not like hey man like you want to go like touch each other's butt under a tree and smoke a cigarette or something like no no like every day like no you know that we have lives you know one one of my friends lives in brooklyn the other one lives in montclair i live in where i live and you know we you know but you know we're just kind of here but then when we meet up together it's kind of like like you said it's just like it, you don't skip a beat on the other hand on the don't you have people who are like trying to use the friendship to validate themselves so like they latch on to something and then they like use these things against you or like try to like when they're texting you to see this is the thing i'm a terrible texter i'll be the first one to tell you like you could text me at six in the morning if i'm awake i'm probably not getting back to you until seven in the evening depending on how my day goes and i feel bad 
but I will always find a way to get back to you. But then you have some people where it's like you don't text them for like an hour. I had a, I'll had tell you this. I had an example. So this, this person I'm not friends with anymore. So obviously, you know my job with the city of Perth Amboy. I record a lot of pol- – not political, but I record a lot of politicians. And, <clears throat> you know, it requires a lot of editing, especially when it comes to, like, the mayor. This is previous administration. So I remember – um, one night I had to really get out this edit because it needed to be done the next day to put on TV. <clears throat> this friend of mine was getting upset that I wasn't texting them every five minutes. I'm like, dude, I'm sitting here working, making a living, making money, just trying to make sure I have some money in my pocket. And you're worried that I'm not responding to your text because your ex-girlfriend didn't text you back. Come on. That's not a friend. I feel like people that, first of all, I feel like a lot of people, there's a concept that I feel like a lot of people need to uh, understand. And I feel like that'll help us live life better. And, you know, I had, I struggle with this too. I'm not like, I, you know, but I understand that I think everybody has a sense of ownership just in a lot of aspects in life. Mm-hmm. Like as far as like your friend, like, they feel in a way they probably feel like they have a sense of like ownership, like not, not of you, but like of your like friendship, like this is something I own and like this bond, like I have, but like the truth of the matter is um, we don't own anything like in life, really. Like the only thing you really own is your, your mind, your, like your thoughts, Mm -hmm. but like, we don't even we don't even own our bodies. We're like renting our bodies. You know, this is a rental. It's not like a permanent thing. So like friendships and relationships are not permanent things. No. You know, and I feel like everybody <clears throat> wants to like, you know, it it makes you feel sen- sense of comfort when you feel like, you know, I established something that, you know, I have authority over or I could sort mm-hmm. of dictate. But I feel like we'll all be a lot happier if we just like let go of that like you know like you're your own person and then your friend is their own person Mm -hmm. and i feel like everybody just needs to come to that concept like yo even in relationships like you know it's hard for a lot of people to relinquish like the thought of like ownership like yes you can be together with somebody but you don't own that person and that person doesn't own you you're your own entities you just choose to come together so well, I, I think I think a lot of uh, where these attitudes when it comes to friendship um, really come from the, um, whether or not someone is emotionally mature, if that makes any sense. Because I feel as if when you have a group of people, a group of friends who you don't, you cannot talk to each other for maybe hours, maybe days, but then when you link up together, like you mentioned and everything seems to be fine there's there's an emotional and 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 mental maturation to that because i feel like people and 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 this is something we can probably get into when we talk about like love or or whatnot because i feel as if man 
it's just I got like the, all these wave of thoughts hitting me right now, and I'm trying to make sure I don't sound like a complete and utter moron right now. Let them all uh, spill, bro. Put them, put them like in a like walk <laughs> down a tunnel, like you know, like in Fortnite when you could create things, like create a oh, tunnel and then Fortnite. walk through. I, hate Fortnite. So much. I, hate I don't play. Game. I don't play Fortnite, bro. I haven't touched. <laughs> you, you know, I moved into the uh, the apartment that I'm in. Um, I moved into here in December. Haven't touched mm-hmm. my PlayStation since like December. Oh man, I haven't touched that. my PlayStation since I've been here. You say that, and I'm literally looking at my PS5 right now with my baseball game on. But man, um, but the the the, the point the point I was trying to make before I completely deviate because if there's one thing I know how to do is deviate. Um, so like. You know, when you're talking about friendships and then like emotional, emotional and mental maturation, it's like and, and I guess it also falls into like validation as well. Yes. You can go into a, an aspect of whether that person see. When you does that person understand what a friendship is, because when they don't, you end up like the people that I had or the person that I had. They didn't understand what it was. And then you can really peel the layers off, like, you know, family issues, you know, parental issues and this and that and the fourth. So when you really want to go in, be- in in between the topic of friendship do's and don'ts, you can go into stuff like, I mean, I'm trying to think like what people would want to, you know, hear us say, like, you know, we're talking about the, the, the texting and all that. <laughs> Another thing that I'm thinking of is kind of like... <laughs> You know, money. Where, at what point in a friendship would like money be considered either a deal breaker or would it be considered something that is not a deal breaker? Because I know that some people have considered a lot of friendships based on my personal opinion. Money doesn't matter to me. You could be the broke. What do you you mean as far as money? So I've known I've known a lot of people that have basically been gold diggers and they've used the money itself or someone's status and money itself as the basis of friendship rather than an actual genuine connection. Friends. So yeah, like people friends. have been friends but just with the money itself not with like an actual emotional connection and then when that money goes away the friendship is over. So man that's, I think I think I think I just crazy. said a bunch of stuff and I'm trying to rationalize what I said. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no. That's that's crazy. It's like uh um it's like people uh you know, it's just people like showing up like if you become famous, that's like just people showing up when you become famous. Right. Like, you know, just people jump trying to, you know, connect themselves to you. Um you know, it's crazy. I don't uh, I don't go anywhere necessarily. I go to work and um, I'm home. So I don't necessarily make any new friends. Uh, and, you know, I just I just think, uh, you know, it's hard to really like um, it's hard to be in situations like that when you don't like necessarily even interact with people. I mean, like right. I interact with people at my job and mm-hmm. and that's it. And, you know, and then there's that, too. It's like I feel like you have friend groups 
and I feel like uh, you don't necessarily you shouldn't necessarily cross all your friend groups. Like people shouldn't necessarily overlap. Like you have your work oh, friends, yeah. and then you have your you know your like day one friends, and then you might have I don't know your your gym friends, and then mm-hmm. you have your uh, I guess creative type friends. Right. And I feel like these people don't need to overlap. Like, no, you know, you don't. should keep the, you know, for the most part, you can keep most of these people in their separate boxes. No, I, but, I, I definitely agree with that because let's just say far and yonder, I tried to be Mr. Socialite and right. it didn't work, but it, it didn't work because I realized then and there that you may get along with one person, but that one person may not get along with someone else in a different friend group. And yeah. I you I try to use the guise of baseball to try and combine these groups together. And it turns out it was just too much of a hassle. I actually lost money, if that makes any sense. And I Dude, it, why you need to stop having money, man. Like you need to stop. <laughs> No, I just need to. I just need to be broke. That's it. Yes. I just need to be broke. Yes, it um, seems like all your issues would be better if you were just broke. Like, yeah, you know, well, time to go live <laughs> under a bridge. Um, so, no, but you know, you're right about that because I have myself personally. Like, I have so I have so I have this group chat, and don't judge me on this, but we call it the Krusty Krab. I'm gonna judge you, okay, Krusty Krab. <laughs> Keep it the, going. Reason why, the reason why we call it the Krusty Krab, obviously we all like SpongeBob, but it's very sports centric. Guys aren't special. Who, who who doesn't like SpongeBob? Guys aren't I, exclusive. I, I know. I'm just I'm just saying. I'm just <laughs> no, I'm saying. <laughs> um. So you know, these guys. I met them on a previous the sports podcast that I did, and I we actually became really good friends. But those two guys, Kevin and Russell, shout out to kevin and russell by the way um shout out kevin russell um i wouldn't want them hanging out with another friend of mine who i'm actually gonna actually going you know the saturday or you know whenever this you know gets released in the time frame we're actually going to some ball games i wouldn't want them to hang out with that person not because i don't think that they're gonna like hate each other but it's just it wouldn't it would make for a very bad time. It really would. I know. It. I feel it. I can sense it. So I'll it's like the equivalent of putting like mayonnaise and peanut butter on a sandwich together. And then like, it's like, I like mayonnaise and you I like, like peanut, peanut butter. butter. You're not going to put it together. But no, not, on, not in the same, not under the same roof. No, you just gave me an idea. No, nah, don't try that. <laughs> don't try that. <laughs> don't, bro. So, so no, I, I get that. I do. I get that. I mean, it, it's it, it's all about balance. It's pretty much what it is. It is. I think everything in life is about balance. Like, you know, um, and, you know, it's crazy because if if you met me, like if if people just know if who whoever just knows me from just these uh like just the internet like if you just know me from the internet or anything that i've done or creatively or you're just a viewer you would think maybe because i have a podcast and i you know when you see me i'm talking that i'm like a social person in real life 
I'm not the most social person in real life. Like, you know, I if if I know you, we're cool. But like, I don't just talk to people. You know, like I like I don't necessarily look for conversations. It's crazy because I'm not antisocial. Like if I if a conversation presents itself, I'm cool with that. But I don't seek conversations. So mm-hmm. uh, it's just like a weird thing where it's like I don't know if I'm like I always get that like introverted extroverted thing i don't know if i'm introverted or extroverted like i think i'm a little bit of both honestly i, I well, think i know, enjoy like talking called, to right? people what's that it's called an ambivert a ambivert ambivert a-m-b-i-v-e-r-t <clears throat> that's ambivert. the proper terminology but um yeah man um but do's don'ts uh yeah, I don't know if I mean, I guess do's like as something that you should do as a friend, you should just be supportive and you should just be there when like uh you're needed. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I feel like that's probably that's the main point. like yeah, that's like I feel like that's the main thing is that you just got to be there when you're needed, honestly. Like you're not needed all the time. Like, no. like I said, like I was saying before, like people feel like they have this ownership, like, like you don't yeah. own no, anything. Thanks. Like, you know, like just, just be there when you're needed. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, um, it's, is this is a weird analogy, but like, for uh, it. like toy story, like kind of like, uh, like kind of like Woody being there for Andy when he needs him. It's like it's like you don't own Andy as a child like he like he you know would you say that's you, weird Malcolm that's perfect <laughs> like you don't own Andy like right like Woody doesn't own Andy as a child and that was like no. kind of I guess one of the uh, that was one of the main his main like storyline for the first couple of movies I think like where he was kind of dealing with that like ownership mm-hmm. of like Andy's right. my kid and I need to you know be there for him yeah yeah so i just feel like as a great friend and woody woody you know that i feel like that was the through line in the movies like woody was a great Mm -hmm. friend great toy for andy and he was there when he needed him and i feel like that's that's the identity of like what a great friend should really be you just just be there for your friends when they need you Mm -hmm. and then i guess a don't on that would be leave me alone <laughs> no, but don't um, don't leave me alone. Or don't, no, or no, I'm, leave just, I'm just being stupid. No, the, the don't would be to um, basically um, not have that respect because that see that that's the thing you can respect and then not respect. That's a big do and don't you can put for both. You have respect and you you appreciate the person. You be there for them. And then at the same token, a don't could be you don't have respect for them. And you're trying to get something out of them by clinging on to them. That's another thing. Don't be clingy. Like, don't be clingy, please. Right. If no, there's one thing, I, if there's one thing I don't like, if there's one thing that I don't like is when someone's clingy. It's like I was mentioning earlier about the whole text thing and texting me while I'm working. Like, bro, I'm gonna get back to you. And I guess that falls into, and I guess this can, I guess we can touch on this a little bit. A lot of people seem to have, in, in the people I've dealt with, people seem to have the abandonment issues seems to be a really big thing, especially with friendships. And I know when it comes to relationships, it gets 
crazier. But when it comes to friends, like abandonment issues, like that's 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 a big thing, I think. So, um, yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, people, I guess people just don't like uh, feeling like left out or, um, you know, I don't know. I don't to tell you the truth. I can't really get into the mind of like a person that has abandonment issues because I don't really resonate with it. So I don't mm-hmm. really uh, I can't really tell you why, where that stems from, I guess. But um, yeah, I mean, I understand what you're saying completely. Like, uh, like just like we're good like you know we're friends like we don't have to like like prove that we're friends every couple of minutes like you're no no every time every time we talk you have to tell me you're my friend that's what it is you have to tell me you're my friend i'll do that (laughs) i'll make sure i'll make sure to do that i'm gonna introduce you every episode i think i introduced you this episode as my as my good buddy but now i'll say my friend (laughs) john luke there you go, yeah, but exactly. I, I, but 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 um, I, I see. I can't, I can't relate to anyone who has abandonment issues either. I can only go off of um, people that I've dealt with, and like again, this falls into the whole pattern of it's. It's kind of like this whole discussion basically goes from friendships do to don'ts. You look at that, and then it goes into basically trying to peel back a person or peel back a person when it comes to in relation to the friendship. So like when you're talking about a don't and then you're talking about abandonment issues and them not treating the friendship as a friendship instead of something they can latch onto, then you peel off the, you peel it off. It's like, all right, well they have abandonment issues because either their parent or somebody else. So they're just tired of getting rejected all the time and they have to use that to clutch onto it so that they themselves can feel validation. I feel like a lot of this stuff just comes back to validation for people at some point and after a while it gets to a point where it's like what validates people in certain instances you know you you know you know what's crazy what's a crazy don't that also falls into the validation thing is when like you're hanging out with your friends everything's all good and then some girls show up and oh there's you have everybody knows that one friend that you know like oh yo you got that you got that uh 50k that you owe me or something like that like oh yeah like like yeah you seen that picture of that rose voice i had last week just you know obviously i'm being facetious but just like <laughs> that one friend that feels yeah. the need to flex in front of like women For like you, you know like like to quote you know to quote twitter like bro you're scaring the hoes you are scaring the hoes. Stop. Please stop. Like, you know, that's a weird need for validation, too. It's like, why do women come around and you want to, like, act like something different, man? Like, relax. All of a sudden you have money, but you couldn't give me the money for the freaking food the other day? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Exactly. And, your thing. and that doesn't work because even the you know the girls are on to that women are on to that they know they can identify that that's not 100%. like you're not fooling anybody no, no we're just looking at you like especially if you're talking about oh i got freaking you owe me that 50k and you're walking around with a pair of shacks like come on <laughs> yeah i mean hey man ain't no wrong shacks bro i'm not gonna go that far 
well, I had a pair of shacks and they broke on me in eighth grade. So I had a pair of shacks too, bro. Like I was cool with the shacks. I'll, I'll bring them back. You know what? We're going to bring shacks back. Okay. But then that just means we can't make free throws. Well, yeah. Well, there's that too. <laughs> but we, we, we could get, we can make a lot of commercials with Shaq's on because he does a lot like a lot of commercials and stuff right yeah, well if there's one thing about Shaq we know is he definitely doesn't have a shortage of money no so. no 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 he doesn't turn down a check that's for sure but um no yeah I think uh listen man just just be a good friend like that's it that's it just be just be chill you know listen so, man I need so what I can name back? they know you know they're your friends like if they if if and there's another thing too. Before before you, I'm sorry. It came. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. So I was gonna say something stupid. Go ahead. Um, well, you could say it once I'm done because I'm just generally pretty stupid myself, so it's okay. Um, this is a stupid podcast, bro. We're both stupid. It's okay. Um, <laughs> so like, the one thing that I learned, whether it was with my my girlfriend or my friends or whatever, it's that like if they want to be around you your friends or your 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 relationships or whatever they're gonna come find you like you found me and we collaborated that's why this is happening like my friends they want to go to a ball game with me they'll come and find me you know it's all about putting in that i don't know why i'm using my hands but um it's all about that combined effort and once you meet at that middle, you don't have to worry about getting texts back. You don't have to worry about like, oh, does this person like me? Because at the end of the day, if you're an adult, you have a life and you go to someone, you make some jokes, you hang out, you chill, whatever, and then you move on with your life, then it's not going to matter. Don't don't worry about me not texting you. I'm going to text you back eventually if I like you, if you're worth my time. So, you know. That's, I think, the one thing that people, you know, should understand is that when someone actually, like, goes out of their way and even if it's, like, days later and reaches out to you, hey, what's going on? Like, that's enough. So. Yeah. Yeah, no. One, uh, yeah, 100 percent. Um, yeah, bro. Like, like I said before, like, you know, you don't need to be in constant communication with uh somebody you're associated with to prove that uh you know we're friends and like that's where i'm at with like most of my close friends like we don't communicate every day man you know you know what our communication in my group chat like with my really good friends uh, my our communication is literally like like we'll have like two days where nobody says anything group chat is completely dead nobody said anything then the third day, somebody would like put a meme in there, and mm-hmm. just, you know, and then somebody else would throw a meme in there, and then somebody else would like put like a a trailer, like oh yo, you guys seen this? And, like oh nah, and then that's pretty much the whole conversation. And then like the next couple of days, nobody says anything. And then the next couple of days, you know, we might start talking about something, and then you mm-hmm. know, it's just like that. You know, that's group. It's like more nuanced. Like they didn't have that in the like you know 90s or something like that we have group group chat culture now but like mm-hmm. uh AOL, that, aol uh instant messenger 
Exactly. Basically. And, you know, but, you know, we just stay, you stay connected like that and you don't necessarily have to like, you know, have a full blown conversation or like hang out, but we still stay connected. We still like, you know, just kind of checking in, like, you know, like right. oh, everybody, everybody's still alive. Okay. Like that's good. And, and to wrap that in a bow, basically where that comes from is the security of you knowing that you have, again, the definition of friendship is to have that mutual bond in common with each and every one of those people in that chat. So it doesn't matter whether or not you're up each other's, you know, butts having a conversation, you've already established that. So there's no need for that anymore because you already connect. And that's important. It's very important. It's very important to establish that. Um, you know, like it's crazy because uh I feel like uh this topic is pretty easily summed up. I mean, like I don't have a bunch of like I don't have like a list of like things that like I don't want my friends to do and like I don't have a I don't have a list. It's just like just, you know, do I. Just be a good friend, man. Like mm-hmm. just just be a good friend. It's easy. It's an easy concept. Just Right. A good friend to me is just selfless. Just, just be selfless, but, um, and then on the other end, don't be selfish, because like you know, uh, allow your friends to just be who they are. Like we're all just different people occupying the same space. So mm-hmm. just you be you, I be me, basically. Hey, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, well, what are you gonna do? Hey man, that's all it is. And um I was uh hoping that um you know it's crazy because you know I took a little intermission in between, so I actually don't know how much time has passed uh when I when I had to leave and then come back. So I don't even know how much I don't I don't know how long this actual episode is yet. Well know. you probably say it's about an hour. I'd imagine. Yeah, yeah maybe, but it's bad. it's like at one ten right now. Yeah, it's probably hour. Yeah, yeah, probably. So, probably. Um, yeah, bro. Do you do you have uh? Because I so there's something that I definitely want to do. Like when we when like going forward, I want to um. Obviously, we're gonna have our main discussions and our stuff that we're gonna talk about. But then at the end, or you know. I just want to have like a, a a more light-hearted discussion or a fun debate, if you will, you know. Hmm. And um, this one I just thought of. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, I stole this actual topic from um, All Deaf Digital. So shout out to All Deaf. Uh, I stole this topic from them because they had a, a podcast the other day, and I liked the the premise so i wanted to like use this so it's basically it's basically uh uh would you rather uh be a wizard or have have well would you rather be a wizard or be a superhero hmm well see as a star wars fan um i I would like to be 
and there's a reason why I'm mentioning this is because I like to be a Jedi, but I, I'm trying to figure out whether a Jedi falls under a wizard or superhero powers because um, there, there's like a, again, I'm, I'm me with the, the blurred lines. In, um, in this, in this context, I'll say, uh, uh, because when I heard the question, I thought more so, would you rather be Harry Potter or okay. Superman? Let's, let's um, go with that. Okay, so if I had to choose between that, then I would be Superman, or at least in that context. You know, being a wizard, it's kind of like you don't really have superpowers. Like, you don't really have much ability. You're just kind of like, ooh, you're just conjuring stuff. Like, <laughs> that's that's the this. I think that's the distinction. The distinction in the question is like basically superheroes like you know they're born with their powers or whatever the powers came in an accident or something but uh wizards have to learn how to become a wizard and that's why all the best wizards are like old ass men because they learn their whole they they have to spend their whole life reading books and learning spells no i want to i want to be in my 20s shooting laser beams out of my eyes or flying all around New York or New Jersey, or having super strength while I look good. Because, you know, they say look good, feel good, play good, you know, because then it's like, oh, well, yeah, so uh, I'm I'm 45 years old and the wizardry has taken the life out of me and they look so decrepit. Like, no, it's kind of like it's also like I think of the show The Boys, which I don't know if you've heard of it or seen it. It's really good. Um, I, I know what it is. I've never watched the episode yet. Uh, I'll I'll get to it one day. But you, you should. Yeah. It's really good. Um, I've heard. It, um, so like they're all like self-aggrandizing, <clears throat> selfish, like look first superheroes. And if I had superpowers, and I completely threw all morality out the window, I would totally do that. Like really, you know, that, that, I'm just that's being real. real. That's yeah. really a distinction, too, because superheroes are more like upfront and like, you know, like that. I guess, you know, you could choose to be a superhero who, uh, you know, prioritizes like looking good and saving the day. But like uh, a wizard, they're they're more recluse. They're more like, I just need my books and and, <laughs> you know, they're like hermits, sort of like, you know, yeah. if you go with the like Merlin and, and Gandalf and like, you know, the classical type of wizards. They're just like like old men that have been reading books for centuries. Oh, the books have kept me company. But I will say that I feel like uh, I'll, one of the things about being a wizard is I feel like there's more, uh, you could get into a deeper bag of like abilities, you know, if you, over time when you could learn all these different spells, I feel like there's a big bag of like things you could learn. There's weird. I feel like there's a lot of weird spells that wizards know. It's never like something like outright useful, but it'll be something very specific. Like, like if you stubbed your toe and they have like a spell to like repair your toe, unstubbed toe. I don't know, weird shit like but, that. But I mean, if you're a superhero and you get hurt, I mean, your body will probably regenerate. But I, I do know what you mean, though. I'm just being facetious. I, I know what you mean, though. No, definitely, <clears throat> definitely, it's a. Uh, stuff i mean who whose powers do you think you would want if you could be a superhero just like one superhero oh 
jeez. Probably, you know what? As weird as this sounds, probably Spider Man. It's crazy because I I feel like a lot of people would say that. I I think people would say Superman. You think so? Or or Wonder Woman? Yeah, I think so. That's just me. Why Spider Man? You know, because I I guess there's something funny or cool about like slinging around on a web, just like finding different spots and tagging them and swinging around, you know, instead of just like outright flying, it's like outright flying. It's like, oh, there's not really much skill in that. If you know how to like properly maneuver going around different buildings. Oh yeah. That's, that's good. And you could climb up walls. I never thought about, I never thought about the amount of finesse it takes to be Spider-Man. Like, yes, yes. (laughs) Because look, any, 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 any schmuck. And if you watch the boys, you'll understand what I'm saying when I say this in relation to what I'm about to say, any schmuck can fly and shoot lasers out of their eyes. But like Spider-Man had to actually like, you know, cultivate his power at some point or another when he found out he had it. So, yo, like, this is nuts. I'm like, you really just you blowing my mind right now because I never thought about like the aspect of just like Spider Man having to just finesse. Like he has these dope powers, but like you have to learn like, it. If you have to learn, <clears throat> yeah, he has to learn. Like Superman is just like, I mean, he can fly. He's he's invincible pretty much. Like there's nothing to there's nothing to learn. I could just punch somebody in the face and it's over. Right. And it's over. Spider-Man, it's he's strong, he's super strong, but he's not super, super strong. So it's like right. you know, he there's levels to it. You know, there's there's a certain you know, it's crazy. It's crazy. But that's you know, that's why I think I think it'd be cool because like you know, there's a level of there's a level of humility to it because you know, like hey, I'm not just gonna sling my web around and you know, not know where to put it. You know, like, and then he still has to figure out how to get the web out first. And then, I mean, if you go off of the original Spider-Man, he had to learn how to fight. I mean, he was he already became strong because of it, but he had to learn how to fight. So, you know, there's a cultivation of skill there. So there's, there's a lot of skill there, honestly. Yeah, it's bull- <laughs> yo, there's like a lot of skill there. Um, I'm gonna honestly, I'm just gonna say though that I think. I would want to become I think I would want to become a wizard man like I think I think the wizard life is vastly underrated um I think uh I think Harry Potter makes it seem difficult because you know when you think about it when you really think about it there's just a lot of I think the problem with being a wizard is there's just a lot of learning involved like I mean Harry Potter went to school like he was in school for years and he still wasn't even like super nice. Right. Like he had to, you know, it's just like you have to learn a lot. And I feel like uh, you know, it's tough. But I think for me, I would just want to be a wizard and just learn like maybe like five spells, like you know, my quick hitters, and I'll be good. Just let me learn five, like like maybe two destructive spells and then one restoration spell, and you know, okay. I don't know. You know, a conjuring sound- spell. That sounds like when you're playing Call of Duty and you got your perks with you. Yes, you got your you, you got your you got your scope, you got your invincible perk, you got your perk that can shoot through a wall. So it's basically Call of Duty, but you're a wizard. Yeah, man, and your melee you need a melee attack too. Just, just yeah, something quick. I don't know. That's the only thing with a wizard. Like you just 
don't they all need like a, a wand or like some something to channel their yeah like a staff or a wand or yeah so like you knock that out of their hands and then like you know well, what's next after that it's just regular old todd that's it just, <laughs> just todd it's just Todd. It's like he's Gandalf with the whiz with the with the wand, but then you take it away. Oh, it's Todd. His name is Todd. Who names their wizard Todd? They did apparently. <laughs> like, okay, Todd. I'm like, get out of here. Summon that. Summon that. Summon that. Uh, I don't know. Summon something. Go summon that job you. application. Get a real job. Summon. Todd. Summon some superpowers. <laughs> Basically. Pretty much. So 